respected brothers and sisters. I am concerned this afternoon with a passage from Surah Al-Qalam, a short yet profound Quranic story. Let me recite to you the holy text followed by the translation. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. إِنَّا بَلَوْنَاهُمْ كَمَا بَلَوْنَا أَصْحَابَ الْجَنَّةِ إِذْ أَقْسَمُوا لَيَصْرِمُنَّهَا مُصْبِحِينَ وَلَا يَسْتَثْنُونَ فَطَافَ عَلَيْهَا طَائِفٌ مِّن رَبِّكَ وَهُمْ فأصبحت كالصريم فتنادوا مصبحين أن اغلوا على حرثكم إن كنتم صارمين فانطلقوا وهم يتخافتون ألا يدخلنها اليوم عليكم وغدوا على حرد قادرين فلما رأوها قالوا إنا لضالون بل نحن محرومون قال أوسقهم ألم أقل لكم ألم أقل لكم لولا تسبحون قالوا سبحان ربنا إنا كنا ظالمين فأقبل بعضهم على بعض يتلاومون قالوا يا ويلنا إنا كنا طاغين عسى ربنا أن يبدلنا خيرا منها the ensuing translation is modified from the beautiful rendering of the late A.J. Arbery, Cambridge's renowned Arabist. Now, we have tried them as we tried the owners of the garden. When they swore Aqsamu, they would pluck it, the garden, in the morning and made no exception. Then a visitation, Ta'if, from your Lord visited it, the garden, while they were sleeping. And in the morning, it was as if it were a garden plucked. In the morning, not knowing that the garden had been destroyed, they called to one another, come forth upon your tillage if you would pluck. So they departed, whispering together, يتخافتون, No needy person shall enter it today against your will. And they went forth early, determined upon their purpose. But when they saw it, they said, Surely we are gone astray. Nay, rather we are deprived. The most moderate of them said, Awsatuhum, did I not say to you, why do you not give glory? They said, glory be to God, our Lord. Truly, we were evildoers.
And they advanced one upon another, blaming each other. They said, woe, alas for us, truly we were insolent. It may be that our Lord will give us in exchange better than it. To our Lord we turn. The story opens with the idea of testing, of bala, inna balawnahum. We have tried them. Blessings, wealth for instance, can be a test and a trial. وَنَبْلُوكُمْ بِالشَّرِّ وَالْخَيْرِ فِتْنَةِ وَبَلَوْنَاهُمْ بِالْحَسَنَاتِ وَالسَّيِّئَاتِ لَعَلَّهُمْ يَرْجِعُونَ The owners of the garden did not recognize the responsibility that comes with blessings, with ni'am. وَسَوْفَ تُسْأَلُونَ They desired to keep the wealth to themselves describing the harvest as their very own harfikum. With this mentality, they departed company with the universal Quranic ethics, which conceptualize everything as belonging to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Lillahi ma fis samawati wa ma fil ard. Inna ilallahi. The Quranic ethics which state that we are entrusted in whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us. وَأَنْفِقُوا مِمَّا جَعَلَكُمْ مُسْتَخْلَفِينَ فِيهِ And expend of that to which he has made you successors. He did not say subhanahu wa ta'ala مَالِكِينَ He said مُسْتَخْلَفِينَ Not owners but successors. When we give, when we give our time, our wealth, our attention, our knowledge, we begin to understand the generosity of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. فَإِنَّ رَبِّي غَنِيٌّ كَرِيمٌ When we give, we come closer to the Qur'an. إِنَّهُ لَقُرْآنٌ كَرِيمٌ We come closer to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the epitome of generosity. إِذَا رَأَتْهُ قُرَيْشٌ قَالَ قَائِلُهَا إِلَى مَكَارِنِ هَذَا يَنْتَهِي الْكَرَمُ مَا قَالَ لَا قَطُّ إِلَّا فِي تَشَهُدِهِ لَوْلَا التَّشَهُدُ كَانَتْ لَاؤُهُ نَعَمًا The owners of the garden swore اقسموا, that next day they would pluck everything in the garden مصبحين, not leaving anything to the poor but in the morning something happens that no one was expecting the garden was destroyed in keeping with its narrative conventions the Quran does not provide much context for instance, we do not know where this narrative took place. Some say it was in Al-Yaman, in Sana'a. Some say that it was in Al-Habasha. Some say that they were Christians. We do not really know. It is also difficult to ascertain whether they were punished because they deprived the poor of their legal rights. That is, they prevented some form of obligatory almsgiving, maybe a proto-zakah, or whether they were punished because they were withholding the voluntary almsgiving, the sadaqah. 
Some of the Mufassirin seem to be saying that it was a sadaqa that they prevented. Technically then, the owners of the garden may not have breached a legal code, yet they were punished. Perhaps the story is calling upon us to think about our moral obligations as extending beyond strict legalism, beyond zakah. This takes us to Surah Al-Ma'arij, which tells us, وَفِي أَمْوَالِهِمْ حَقٌ مَعْلُومٌ Those in whose wealth is a known right, لِلسَّائِلِ وَالْمَحْرُومِ For the beggar and the outcast. Now, there is disagreement between our scholars whether what is meant in this verse is the zakah or sadaqah. Some say it's the sadaqah because this surah, Surah Al-Ma'arij, is a Meccan surah, surah Makkiyah, and zakah was legislated in Medina. So if we interpret the verse as referring to sadaqah, not zakah, then it shows us the significance of charity. The Quran is willing to describe it as a haqqun ma'loom, as a known right. Here, I recall two verses from Surah Al-Baqarah. حَقًّا عَلَى الْمُحْسِنِينَ حَقًّا عَلَى الْمُتَّقِينَ An obligation on the good doers. An obligation on the good, on the God-fearing. Although these verses occur in, in a different context, in the context of marriage and divorce, what these two verses seem to want us to grasp is that there are certain obligations that are only incumbent upon the pious, al-muttaqoon and al-muhsinoon. But that fulfilling them is the way to piety. So it is a two-way dialectic. The story tells us that the owners of the garden on their way to pluck the garden, were whispering together, This phrase, I think, symbolizes to us the nature of falsehood, the nature of evil. Falsehood cannot operate in light. Falsehood conceals itself. It cannot stand the nur. Min wara'i judur. In Surah Sabah, مَكْرُ اللَّيْلِ وَالنَّهَارِ Devising or plotting night and day. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions night before day. Perhaps it is because plotting and devising occurs more frequently at night. When the owners of the garden witnessed the destruction, they realized their mistake, and they described themselves in four different ways. <laughs> we have gone astray. <laughs> we are deprived. <laughs> we were evildoers. <laughs> we were insolent. At this moment, they began 
to reconnect with themselves again. It is the freedom to stop and think, to take the risks of self-questioning and accountability. And this is, of course, a lesson for each one of us. When we see ourselves honestly, we see the world differently. The narrative, the qissa, tells us that the most moderate of them, Awsatuhum said, did I not say to you, why do you not give glory? It is the idea of moderation, al-wasat, amid most nation. More than that, it is calling upon us, I think, to listen to the hukama, to our wise, to the pillars, to the awtad, to the rashidun. Alaysa minkum rajulun rashid? What happened to the companions of the garden when what mattered most to them was shattered into pieces? They repented, saying, Inna ila rabbina raghibun. To our Lord we turn. It is then the possibility of repentance, the open doors of mercy. La taqnatu min rahmatillah. Interestingly, almost the exact supplication occurs in Surah At-Tawbah in a very similar context. In Surah Al-Qalam, they said, Inna ila rabbina raghibun. In Surah At-Tawbah, Inna ila Allahi raghibun. And it is in the context of charity of zakah. The previous verse reads, And the following one says, Maybe, the Quran wants to tell us that there is a connection between giving, between generosity and inclining towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Having yaqeen in the Almighty subhanahu wa ta'ala. Gazing toward Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is very relevant given that one obstacle to charity lies in our fear of insecurity, the future. And this fear can only be overcome by total submission to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In this light, we can understand why the Quran assures givers that by giving and donating, their financial status will not be harmed. In fact, the Quran regards a sadaqah as a loan, which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will repay and will multiply. So charitable giving is not a zero-sum game. مَنْ ذَا الَّذِي يُقْرِضُ اللَّهَ قَرْضًا حَسَنًا Who is he that will lend Allah a good loan? And he, Allah, will multiply it for him manifold. Brothers and sisters, sharing these Quranic stories and studying them is crucial to push us out of our comfort zones. These qasas, these stories, allow us to constantly question the pictures we have of ourselves and of the world. Reading the Quran can be at times shocking, yet it is very consoling.